Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we're going to talk about how you can score that visa sponsorship for your dream job if you are an international applicant. So we have a very diverse audience of cultivated culture here, and a massive chunk of that is international folks who are looking to get jobs in the U.S., Now, I hear from them all the time, and getting that visa sponsorship is a big concern, which I totally get, right? The job search is hard enough on its own. You know, people who have citizenship and are already working in the U.S., they're struggling to get jobs. And then we add this whole other layer of needing that visa sponsorship from a company, right? It can almost feel like an insurmountable obstacle. But I'm here to tell you that that is not the case when you take this system and you add a few extra layers to it. And in fact, about 12 months ago, we had somebody come into the community. Her name was Jessalene, and she had recently left a startup due to a massively toxic work environment. And she only had 60 days to find a visa. And then COVID hit, right? So this was very uncertain time. This was the beginning of COVID. Companies weren't sure if they were going to be hiring, if they were going to be furloughing, if they were going to be laying off, what the deal was. We still ended up getting her visa sponsorship at Intuit as a program manager. And now she's been crushing it there for over a year. We did this with visa sponsorship in 60 days using the advice in this episode. So I just want to preface with that. But let's start with why visa sponsorship is a scary thing. So companies get scared of the word visa for two reasons. The first is that they are not familiar with the sponsorship process. And the second is that they don't think the money for a visa is worth the extra value that the candidate brings. So let's start with the first issue here. Companies that are not familiar with the visa process. So this tends to be an issue when job seekers, international job seekers specifically, take that sort of spray and pray approach to the job search. So you're submitting online applications to whatever jobs seem to look good. Maybe you're doing a little bit of due diligence around, you know, do they sponsor, do they not? But more or less, we're really just out here saying, I hope I can get sponsorship for this role. And we're sending out these applications because we haven't heard back from many of the applications we've sent out in the first place, right? So what ends up happening is they end up targeting a lot of companies that are not willing to sponsor visas, but that hasn't been made clear up front. So typically, a lot of smaller companies are the ones who get scared of the word visa for this reason, right? We're talking startups, we're talking small businesses. These companies get wary because sponsoring a visa is an extra cost, you know, and it's not insignificant. So when you're trying to run lean, when you're trying to grow, when you're really keeping an eye on your expenses that type of company is less willing to just go out there and bring somebody in from who needs that visa sponsorship because they feel like that money could be reinvested in the company, right? On top of that, they also might feel like the process is complicated. And when companies are in high growth, hyper growth phases, they feel like they don't have time to learn about this new thing, right? Just to bring one person on or two people on. And typically that's the case, right? A lot of these companies don't have international applicants or don't have international employees rather because they've been scared of this process. So instead, what we need to do is go find companies that are familiar with the process and 
not only are they familiar, but they are prepared and willing to invest in people who need visa sponsorship. So a great example of this is a company like Microsoft. You know, I worked there for five years and they actually had an entire team, an entire building dedicated to folks who would help both candidates and prospective employees, as well as current employees with their immigration status and their visa sponsorship situation. So what we want to do is find more companies like Microsoft, and there is a way to do this. So there's a site called myvisajobs.com. If you go there, you can actually search for a company and you can see their track record with sponsorship. You can see how many applications they submitted. You can see how many were withdrawn. You can actually see how many were approved. So what you want to do is instead of just sending applications out and hoping that your company is one that's familiar with with the sponsorship process, we want to specifically find companies that we're interested in and have a good track record of sponsorship. Now, the volume of applications doesn't necessarily matter as much, but you obviously don't want a company that's only submitted one application or two applications in you know their entire time of existence but 10 15 20 you know that means that the company is familiar with the process and willing to hire people uh, who are coming you know from an international background so it doesn't need to be tens of thousands of applications, but if they have gotten applications approved in the past, that is a place that you can target. Now, obviously, if they have more volume, that just means they're going to be more familiar and more willing, right? So we always talk about starting with your list of 10 to 15 target companies. If you are an international job seeker, if you need visa sponsorship, you want to make sure that all 10 to 15 of those companies have a track record of sponsoring visas in the past so that you're not wasting your time. Now, going into the second reason that companies get scared of the word visa, they simply don't think that the money for a visa is worth the extra value the candidate brings, right? So you have to pay, you know, sometimes around five to $10,000 in fees to sponsor a visa for an employee. And if you can get an employee or if you can get a candidate who does not need that sponsorship and has uh, at least the appearance of a similar level of value and ROI, you're probably going to go with the candidate that doesn't need, you know, the extra expense, right? That's just business. That's just the business case. That's the ROI, right? So what we need to do as candidates is find ways to make sure that we are the most valuable candidate. And that extra money and that extra time invested in the sponsorship process is going to be absolutely worth it to bring you on because you are going to bring such an immense amount of value. It just won't even matter to them. So how do we do that? Well, really the best way to do that is through a value validation project. Now we've talked about this on other episodes, but you need to set yourself out as the clear cut number one person for this role, right? And when everybody else out there is relying on resumes and they're relying on cover letters and interview answers, we need to find a different way to make our value more clear and to, and to stand out, right? And there's no better way to do this than a value validation project. So what you're going to do is get out there and research the heck out of not just this company, but the specific role and team that you are targeting. And you're going to learn everything you possibly can, right? So you're going to listen to earnings calls if it's a public company. You're going to read news articles about them. You're going to read financial analysis if it's a public company. You're going to listen to podcast interviews with executives who are aligned with the role and the team that you'd be targeting. You are going to look at customer feedback. You're going to try and get your hands on the tool itself. You're going to watch tutorial videos. You're going to listen to and read reviews. You're going to do all this stuff, right? And you're going to try to identify areas, right? Pain points, opportunities, challenges, areas where you can add value to say, hey, 
Here's a taste of what I do if you hired me. Here's me showing you my thought process. Here's me offering you suggestions, ideas, solutions. We have an entire episode dedicated to value validation projects. I think we actually have a couple. I'm also going to link to a guide on BVPs below this. But if you invest in a value validation project, you are going to set yourself up as the clear-cut number one candidate. And that is going to make the business case for your visa sponsorship so much easier, especially if you are targeting one of these companies that sees the value you in international applicants and are willing to sponsor their visas. So in summary, the job search process is mainly the same in the sense that we are looking to identify 10 to 15 target companies. We are then looking to find 10 to 15 people to build relationships with and get a referral from. But we need to make sure that those companies are willing to sponsor visas. And then we need to go a step further. We need to go above and beyond to showcase why our value is so much higher than any other candidates that we are the person to bring in and any cost around visas or anything else, relocation, all that, that does not matter. If you do those things, I promise you the visa sponsorship aspect of the search will no longer be the obstacle that you've been dealing with so far. So that's it for today. If you have questions on visa sponsorship, again, we've had thousands and thousands of international candidates come through the Cultivated Culture community. I am totally happy to help. Just shoot me a text. My number is 201-479-9511. It's also in the show notes, but I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have or send you some of the resources that we've shared with the folks who have gone on to land visa sponsored jobs. Outside of that, as always, we appreciate you listening to the podcast and we'll see you in the next episode. 